Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ladies and gentlemen, yesterday's traffic scandal in London has opened new fruit. We have uh, news coming from the underground. We have a reporter on the scene. We're going right across to him now to tell us all about the latest breaking scandals. John Hastings is standing by to let us know the latest developments. John Hastings, are you there? Yes, I am, Alice. What a day. The central line was, of course, being expanded to uh, totally ignore Shepherd's Bush in London because no one needs to go to the Westfields that bad. (laughs) When an amazing discovery was found, a new society underneath London for all of these years. They're called the Picts. Picts? Picts. No one's quite sure how to pronounce it. No one quite knows who they are. Are they a lost tribe? Are they a bunch of workmen on lunch? Are they some people who got (laughs) drunk and just live down here? Is the media lying to distract from the Brexit negotiations? No one can be sure. But of course, we're very sure. We're very sure that they are an unknown and undiscovered society. All your favorites are down here. Gary Barlow is already organizing some sort of benefit, and Jimmy Carr has arrived to claim nationality with the picks to explain why he hasn't paid tax in quite some time. (laughs) This story is, of course, developing, and we're all very excited that we don't have to go to Shepherd's Bush because it is, of course, a toilet. I mean, the government is reassuring people that these are humans who have been discovered, not mole people or alligator people or octopus people. Alice, I'm going to have to take you issue on that. There is no way to know if they are or are not octopus or alligator people, for no one would know what an alligator person would look like. Many times an alligator could look like a log or a rock or a dog in one case. But we will only know if we put these people in water and see if they eventually try to bite me, like what happened when I met an alligator in Florida. Also, they have four fingers on one hand and four fingers on the other hand. If you, of course, ignore the thumb, which I do, which could mean they are octopus people. This story continues to develop. Pardon me. Yes, it does continue to develop. All right, John Hastings, we'll leave you there on the scene. So far, no one has seen any of these people. We're just getting reports in from the government. But you're going to be on the scene 24-7, bringing us the latest news from this literal breakthrough into the underground of London. Thank you so much. I cannot stress it enough, Alice. No one knows what's going on and no one's trying to learn. The media works. The Bugle presents... The Last Post with Alice Fraser.
Hello, posters, and welcome to the last post, the final word on this, the most final of worlds. And this is the episode for the 10th of February of the year 2020. In history today, in 1863, the fire extinguisher was invented by Allenson Crane, which I think is a fantastic thing for if you have any fire needs. And I'm only sad that he didn't invent more and larger fire extinguishers for other things like water extinguishers and air extinguishers. In 1931, New Delhi became the capital of India, and in 1996, a computer wins a chess match over Garry Kasparov, leading to the inevitable slide to today, where my phone tells me what I'm doing before I know I want to do it. It is also celebrations today include National Clean Out Your Computer Day, National Home Warranty Day, and National Umbrella Day, so it is the perfect day for the joyless nerd in your life. Our guest today is one of our favourite guests, imagination sensation and community leader of the Rhombus Society, Tom Ballard. Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Alice. A pleasure to be here and to spread the word about the rhombus. We live on a rhombus. The earth is not a globe. It's a square on the on a little bit of angle to the right or the left. We still have to determine that. Definitely not a globe. And it is, of course, rhombus is a 2D shape, as I've just found out looking it up on my phone. So, of course, <laughs> the third dimension in which we exist is a lie. Check out the website. Don't tweet me. And a perfect example of the Dunning-Kruger effect in action there, Tom. Yes. Uh, Coming up today, we'll be dealing with the biggest news to break this year, the tube expansion under London that's uncovered a full civilization that has been existing for goodness knows how long. Hitherto dismissed as conspiracy theorising, particularly in the degrading and critically frankly mean dismissal of your 2004 book, Tom, Are There Creeps Living in Tunnels Under London? I Think Yes, by Tom Ballard. It's now fact. As yet, the government and military are letting very little information leak out of the underborder, but we will be having a look at all the latest in Under London news. Who are these people? How long have they been there? Can we broker a trade deal with them to mend some of the potential economic downsides of Brexit? And the question I constantly ask about Piers Morgan. Should we consider these mole people or Britons? But first, some headlines. In the news today, Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison suggests sending the under-London citizenry to an island off the coast of the UK until everyone can figure out what's going on. When questioned about why this is his solution to everything, he said, sorry, I can't hear you, and pretended his mobile phone was having reception issues by making noises with his mouth until someone pointed out he was live on camera during a Senate briefing. The coronavirus has led to a surge in anti-Chinese racism with a number of restaurants and cinemas dusting off signs they haven't used since open anti-Chinese racism was slightly more acceptable. Social media sites including Twitter and Facebook have been inundated with hate speech in the form of racist memes and slurs and in response have done absolutely nothing. And Donald Trump's legal team has offered a controversial new argument in his defence with the president's impeachment trial approaching its most critical phase, saying if Trump was naughty, it's basically because we want him to be. As an elected official, anything he did or has done is all good because that's what you voted for, even if you didn't know it at the time that that was what you were voting for. Having a president is like being in love and finding out that someone was tricking you in order to get you to go out with them is fine when you fall in love with them because it comes sweet rather than creepy. Speaking on the floor of the Senate yesterday, former Harvard Law School professor Alan Dershowitz put a new spin on the argument, saying, look, it's like you get a makeover from a guy who's dating you on a bet, and then you find out that he was only doing it on a bet, but by then he's already asked you out and you love him. So, the end. That can't be impeachment, can it? And that's your headlines for today. Now it's time for your classified ad section. Remember, you can submit an ad by email to thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Busy artist midway through working with acrylics and not sure where to put your brushes? Try half a glass of water. Half a glass of water is the perfect multi-use tool for an artist being both liquid and inspirational. Half a glass of water has more atoms in it than there are stars. Consume with awe. 
Half a glass of water. If you don't have one, ask someone to give it to you. Half a glass of water. Warning, do not consume while retching. Hi, I'm Batman, looking for a sidekick after last sidekick was brutally murdered by one of my many oddly recurring enemies. Come, live in a mansion with two old men and have all of your physical needs met while we run you through a series of gruelling training exercises and send you into the field long before you're ready to be anything but a liability to the mission. Secrecy required. Email me at imbatman at batman.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And that is your classified section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story today. This discovery of the under-London civilization, Tom Ballard, obviously you wrote a book about this in 2004 before there was any information on this at all and you basically drew yes. it out of your asshole. Um, well. But now you are one of the world experts on this new enormous group of people living in a secret city under London. There are thousands of them. What do we do? Who are they? How do we move forward from here? It's huge news, obviously, and credit to me and my arsehole, I think, for providing information <laughs> about this before you know we found this information and had evidence of this thing that I definitely believed and had evidence of the whole mm-hmm. time. Of course, there's always been the not-so-secret city under London called Croydon, but now we have this actual civilization um, underneath the city of London, and they have risen to the service because rent just got too much. Um, It used to be you could live very affordably as a picked miles under the uh, city of London, surviving on rat carcasses and Pret-a-Manger runoff. That's all gone now, of course. The whole city's changed. They've come to the service. They want to ensure they remain in the customs union um, no matter what happens. <laughs> they only just got the news, sort of news travels a bit slowly under the service that Brexit means Brexit, and they came up to the service to say, we've been living undiscovered here for millennia, but we've got to come up and find out what the f*** that means. Um, Sadiq Khan has promised the discovery won't affect the construction works around London. They will continue to never be completed ever as planned. So that's good news <laughs> for commuters and London city dwellers. Um, these creatures eat coronavirus so it could actually work out really well and they use they pronouns so we'll have to get used to that that's pretty much all the information i have for you alice (laughs) i mean that seems to be pretty accurate so far other than this sort of contested claim that they are picts who who disappeared from british history around the year 900 are you a subscriber to the idea that they are picts rather than for example crocodile people or uh, mole people or sort of some other branch of the royal family that just went down rather than up yeah, I don't really see um, picks 
you know, Alice, I don't see, I don't subscribe to those kind of identity labels. To me, they're just like, <laughs> you know, breathing creatures mm-hmm. that we should exploit um, through slave labor to effectively run the um, London Underground. I think that we could use them, incorporate them into the tube um, <laughs> and make their lives better that way. So, I, you know, in, in the British spirit, I don't see them as people necessarily that we need so much about their identity. I see them as a potential workforce that we could get pretty cheap. And I, and I think we should, um, we should pursue that avenue. Yeah, I feel like we we have a little while yet to figure out um, how we're going to deal with them because currently, of course, the government and the military are restricting access. But there are groups and think tanks at the moment who are being incredibly active figuring out where they will fit into society and, most importantly, whether they are Instagram-friendly. I mean, this whole week we're just going to be looking at how that plays out in the news and how we all deal with this fantastic new thing. I mean, not since New New Zealand came up near New Zealand has there mm. been such an exciting um, upheaval in world politics? This is a whole new voting block. This is a whole new civilization, potentially a whole new species. Uh, although we don't want to get into evolutionary biology, lest Jordan Peterson get his hands on it. Well, you've read my book on that again, Alice. Yes. And I'm very much a supporter of the stalk theory, and so I don't need this kind of nonsense about people evolving from other, from other <laughs> early life forms. All right, it's very offensive to me, actually, and my asshole, and the good people at the Rhombus Society, who I sure support me in my position here. And in fact, maybe these picked people, these picked freaks, could give us some more information about the Rhombus makeup of um, the Earth beneath the surface. Actually, that's a good point. I'm going to write that down. Well, certainly, although access to these people, uh, picked people or mole people or whatever you'd like to call them, and we'll figure out which one is the most offensive thing to call them uh, as we go, but certainly... I think Katie Hopkins is working on that as we speak right now, Alice. I, think, I believe that she is trying to work on a term that will offend everyone, even them who don't even speak English. Yes, absolutely. I think that that is where the British media is, is taking a stand, because although access is deeply restricted, we know that they respect uh, no boundaries of uh, civility or human decency, so... We're hoping to get more information directly from the sources, uh, probably in their own homes while they're still shocked and terrified by this new turn of events. I mean, it's got to be quite hard to have a a tube tunnel drilled right into your home, uh, suddenly opening you to an entire new overworld. Not that I want to feel too much sympathy for them before we decide on whether they're evil or not. I think uh, Meghan Markle is in discussions with the picked people uh, to discuss whether she could perhaps join their society and she might be treated uh, better than she has been by the um, English tabloid (laughs) press. So again, it's interesting news and lots of opportunities could, could come out of it, but obviously they disgust me and they're less than me and they should work for me. Yes, surprisingly, Nigel Farage is uh, pro-picked people, saying these are the most <laughs> most British of all people, um, which is making everyone feel a little bit uncomfortable about being on the same side as uh, Nigel Farage, but uh, at least we have some unity in society. That was our top story for today, and we will stay tuned all this week for the newest news in Under London News. Now it's time for your letters to the editor. Dear Alice and today's co-host, that's you today, Tom. Every so often I feel ever so slightly thirsty. I told my partner who offered to get me a glass of water, but that feels too much and too overwhelming. Do you have any advice? Yours faithfully, Rich. Hi, Rich. Reluctant though I am to give more time to one of our sponsors, may I suggest um, somewhere between a quarter and three quarters of a glass of water? Keeping hydrated is important, I guess, but you know it doesn't have to be water. There are lots of other liquids out there. I've always said this, and I actually wrote a book about this. Uh, there are other liquids out there from Tom Bella's <laughs> asshole, which was a bestseller at the time, actually. And I and I and I, you know, it's a little bit on the nose. All this plugging of water and filling certain glasses with certain liquids. I, I say go crazy. Go for milk over smoothie. Have a yogurt. Treat yourself. I mean, the thing about all of those things is that often they have water as a component part. 
Well, sure. I mean, we've got water inside us, although that's actually not something I believe. I say that, but I just remembered that I wrote another book about how the fact that we're made of water is an absolute lie, and I regret even giving credence to that very idea. Everyone oh, yes, knows that we're, was, ma- uh, we're made of rhombi, and uh, they make up a big part of the human being, so that, um, that, keep that, that in your, mind, everyone. That was your self-published audio PDF, The Crunchy Man, wasn't that? <laughs> From 1995, is, which is early in your writing career. Uh, sure, sure. Is rhombi the um, plural of rhombuses? Sure. <laughs> I mean, you're the expert, Tom. I feel like, yeah, I should know that. Sorry. Thank you for tuning into The Last Post today. We're here in your ears every day of the year, and you can tune in again tomorrow. Remember, we have a back catalogue for people who like to binge the news, so if you have not done so before, please listen back to previous editions. Your guest today was one of our favourites, Tom Ballard. Tom, have you got anything to plug? Yes, please see my stand-up show, The Crunchy Man, which is coming to the Brisbane and Melbourne (laughs) Comedy Festivals and will be at the 2020 Edinburgh Fringe. It may have another title called Grandiloquent. Uh, A bunch of those are on sale now. Come along, it'll be funny. Brilliant. And tickets for my new solo show, Kronos, are now available in Australia for the Melbourne, Sydney and Perth comedy festivals. Please do look that up and buy tickets because, I mean, this is the thing that you have to remember when uh, comedians are doing shows. The earlier you buy tickets, the less likely we are to have deep, serious anxiety issues. And that's just a fact. (laughs) The last post is a something else. Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I'm Alice Fraser. The executive producer is Christopher D. Skinner. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.